What's going on, everyone? That lower third looking good. New phase of the season. Let's go, baby. We lost We lost that 2-0 against Colorado Springs. Couldn't be us. I totally forgot that happened. No, no, no. It's a new season. It's Why start did you bring it up then, Max? It's a... Why did you make us remember this, okay? I thought we were building towards the playoffs. Positive, Max. You can only move forward by remembering your past. I think some philosopher said that. Might have been me. Um, anyway, welcome into the PHNX Rising Podcast. Max, I, I would not ascribe to any Max Simpson philosophy. I'm I'd no, like philosoph I'm right no philosopher. You are not, uh, no. No, I'm not. No, appreciate everyone joining us. Listen, it is. It is a, we, we talked about it a bit. We got some, con you know, everyone in the chat during um, Saturday's post-game show. And it's true. This is a new season. This is something where, hey, doesn't matter uh, how the team's been doing form-wise. Again, we were kind of saying it before we started. It's kind of wild that this team really in the last span of the last month was the hot, one of the hottest teams in the league and then turned into one of the coldest. But none of that matters. Doesn't matter. We've seen rising under the postseason in good times and in bad. And that's the beauty about this is – all it takes is just a chance to go your way, catch a team at the right time or the wrong time. And listen, man, we we kind of said it leading up to this, but I'm very excited that we're playing San Diego Loyal and we go from there. We move. Yeah, I mean, I know you you were excited was, for this. I was excited. You wanted I wanted this matchup, wanted right? Them. And obviously there are some people who would prefer it, like the the edge that this kind of a game will give it. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Uh, with that team, Rising did not beat San Diego in either of their two meetings earlier this season. They drew at home. They lost away. Mm -hmm. uh, but that home game they drew, they threw that one away, really. I think Rising should have come away with a better uh, better result in that one. But I yeah. don't know. Hey, there's a lot. And we will obviously preview that on Thursday well, in great detail. We absolutely will. Um, but I know we want to get into a bit further about really the playoffs as a whole. Should we look at the playoffs as a whole? Should we have a look at the bracket and how it helpful. has worked out? So we get a better look, idea here. Look at Obviously, that. you look over... It's beautiful. <laughs> Why is it beautiful, Max? Oh, it's because Rising's in it. Because Rising's in it, right? Like there that. we go. So let's have a look at what's happening over on the left-hand side, which matches up, of course, very nicely with the map. Mm -hmm. The West Coast, uh, the West Conference, of course. Oh, wow. Uh, Western Conference, first seed there, Sacramento Republic. They'll be hosting New Mexico United, who snuck in as the eighth seed. And uh, the fourth seed there, San Antonio, the defending champions. They'll be playing Colorado Springs Switchbacks, the five seed. Mm. Then you get to the bottom half of the bracket. you got Loyal, the third seed, of course, playing. Uh, who could that be? Oh, it's uh, number six, Phoenix Rising. Yeah. And then you have number two, Orange County, coming up against the seventh seed, El Paso Locomotive. True, true. Interesting. Out on the east, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They secured the Players' Shield. They have the number one seed in the east and indeed across the entire league. So they have hosting privileges as far as they happen to go. They'll be playing number eight, Detroit City. Uh, Memphis 901, uh, despite all those numbers they've got in their name, they're actually number four. Um, and Loose City at number five. So those two will be facing each other uh, just off of Beale Street. You got Charleston at number three, taking on Indy 11, number six. And you got those Tampa Bay Rowdies, uh, constantly uh, one of those teams that seems to get to the Eastern Conference final there. Sure and at does. two, playing Birmingham Legion at seven. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's, it's, it's the beautiful thing about this bracket, right? I mean, you take it one game at a time and you don't want to look too far ahead. But you can kind of see it based on that bracket. There could be some really juicy matchups if things go the right way. Of course, you know, in USL... That hardly happens. It don't matter if this season is any indication. You can't take anything for granted. You never know how uh, what's going to look look ahead. But hey, there's some good matchups there in the first round across both conferences. There are. There are. It'll be interesting to see how that one turns out. Um, I think that 
again, right? It's you. You look at some of the uh, matchups that are there down the line. And we, I know, we've said, right? Okay, Phoenix Rising are a team that realistically we're not expecting necessarily to see a home game. We could well have seen our last game yeah. at City from Washington featuring Phoenix Rising of the season. Mm-hmm. However. Orange County, do you necessarily rule out the fact that they could lose that game? No, no. Okay, so if Phoenix Rising can win on the road in San Diego and El Paso Locomotive knock off Orange County, uh, you'll be seeing a home game at 38th and Washington the following weekend. Uh, so, hey, that path is still there. It's still open. Um, it's the only way that Rising can host a game unless New Mexico get through or unless one of the really low-down East teams gets through to the final, which I don't see happening. No. I don't see either of those happening. So I think Rising's only hope of hosting a game is realistically going to be beating Loyal and hoping that El Paso can get the job done against Orange County. If not, it's going to be a long, long trip on the road. It sure will be. No, it's... Uh... <sighs> Just an interesting one, right? I mean, again, it's kind of the balance you got to do of like you take this one match at a time. This could be a, an absolutely pointless conversation if they lose Sunday evening. And then, you know, that's kind of all we're talking about. But it is realistic to think that like Rising might be able to host even a playoff match. It's really not without the realm of possibility. No, it's it's entirely possible. I think they can do it. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. If they can. Okay. Anyone... Other than in the West, right? I mean, we're kind of, and again, I know we're going to be talking about this throughout the playoffs, regardless of rising standing of just what this playoffs is shaping up to. But you're kind of looking at the path on the West. Who do you like, let's say, outside of rising? Well, Sacramento obviously finished well ahead of everyone else. Um, They'd locked up the top seed before the final day. Um, But I think they're beatable. They are. I. It's hard to predict because the thing about USL, right, this league has so much in terms of just... Anyone can beat anyone in this oh, yeah. league, right? And the way the playoff system works, of course, which is one-off games, is really just... It, it, it pretty much just puts you in a spot whereby a really bad team can beat a really good team oh, yeah. because it's just a one-off game, right? And we've seen it happen how many times in the past. We saw Phoenix Rising ultimately fall back uh, the last time they were in the playoffs on penalties yep. uh, against an RGV team that just about snuck in there, right? They weren't very good, but they hung about in that game and managed to get there. It's hard to predict. It's hard to predict. I will say this. As you look at some of the teams, I think Orange County is still getting hot at about the right time. Um, much as it pains me to say it, I think that San Diego are a team that have gotten hot at the right time. Um, some of the other teams, San Antonio, I think, could be one and done. That's a, that's they are struggling see, that, right that, now. That's the thing. And Colorado look, are hot at the moment. I think if you had yeah. to pick the real dark horse being a team that's not in the top four that was going to go deep other springs. than rising, it's Springs. It it's Switchbacks. It They're is. on form right now, right? They are winning games in this league and when you get into the playoffs the playoffs aren't necessarily a test of who's the best team they're a test of who is hot at the right time and for colorado springs that time is right now yeah time is up my time is now to quote uh quote john cena no uh not to mention if they happen to get the opportunity to host at any stage which is possible sure um it's gonna be yeah good luck it's gonna be cold good luck it's high altitude. Yep. It's not a fun place to go in that sense. Yep. Okay. Max might have been the one all, uh, you know, freezing himself in the uh, whatever basement he found himself in on Saturday, having to wear a beanie of questionable affiliations. But it was cold in Colorado Springs, right? It was not fun. When I got back to my hotel room that night, it was 40 degrees. I want, I want to point out multiple times that that was based on aesthetic and not uh, based on temperature 
It was not out of a need. It was so the aesthetic of, was a flagstaff. I told you. The, so the flagstaff aesthetic is dare we say what team it was on that beanie of yours? Anyway, if you're looking okay. at the top half of the West, right, it kind of cannibalizes itself just a little bit, right? I mean, outside of New Mexico, which again, anyone can win on any given day, but you have Sacramento, which has been a bit of a buzzsaw all season. San Antonio, which even if they are out of form, they are the defending champs for a reason. And then switchbacks, which I completely agree that is the dark horse, and I that might even be on either side. I mean, we'll get into the East in just a second, but you really look at the at the top half of that. If it is a big if, but if Rising is even able to get through and make it to the Western Conference Finals, whoever they're facing, again, this is assuming New Mexico will not go on. Okay, it's going to be a buzzsaw because those teams are going to be just fighting, fighting it out. Whereas you look at the bottom half. Again, Loyal, sure, they're at the right time. El Paso, OC, in some ways, right time, but it doesn't scare me as much. That top half is very, very formidable. Yeah, it is. But then at the same time, look look at, I mean, I mean, if you were to pick another team in there, right, and we look over on the east now, and they're not a dark horse, right? They can't be. And you know why they can't be? Because they won the Players' Shield. They're the best regular season Who'd record thunk in the entire it? league. Who'd have thunk but this it? is a team that hasn't lost since mid-August, right? Yeah. So, as I'm looking at that, we know what quality they've got. Yeah. And they're still hot at the right time, right? When we've seen Phoenix Rising run away at times with the league, you look at it and think, okay, they get to the last month or so, and they just calm down, right? They're not looking great. They're not getting a lot done. They they almost, I mean, again, dare I repeat the infamous words of 21 about them being on vacation for six weeks, Mm. right? But... As, as you get into that, that, that's not what we've seen from Pittsburgh, right? Mm. They've not rested on their laurels. They've not, no, you know, given up on what, what's made them a successful team all year. They've had a good amount of success, right? And so, I, I don't know. I, I feel as though what I'm looking at there is a team that is definitely capable of... Uh, of going deep and plausibly, to be honest, matching what we saw last year, which is a team that, that won the regular season title, of repeating that with a win in the playoffs. Yeah, no, very much so. I mean, right, you you look at the rest of the East, kind of like what we're talking about. I mean, you know, Detroit, I don't know if that's going to put up too much of a fight against Pittsburgh. I know Louisville City is the perennial contenders on that side, but again, it's a bit of a weakened team. Even at the bottom half, where you have a lot of kind of really interesting matchups, right? Charleston Battery, no Phoenix Rising played them in their opener. They've been hitting on a run. Indy 11 finished strong, and they knocked off uh, what they, they... Drew San Antonio in the final match. Um, Brigham Legion, they were at one time top of the league for a decent stretch early on, and then they kind of plummeted. Then they kind of middled into that seventh spot. Then you got Tampa Bay, who, again, is always sniffing around. I think if you're looking at this, and again, anyone can beat anyone, and I can't stress that enough, but if you're looking at the paths for any of these teams, to me, outside of Pittsburgh, who I think is the clear contender in the East, I think the rest is incredibly chaotic, and it's really kind of hard to determine that uh, the rest of the teams there versus in the West. Yes, there's a bit up at play, but I think those are a bit more settled based on form and just based on how those teams have been training, even really all season when you look at it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Um, gosh, I mean, I know we'll get into Thursday a bit more about just some of the matchups and something, anything like that. But outside of Rising versus Loyal, is there a matchup that you particularly like? I've got to be honest and say, as much as it kind of 
plays into the obvious of, hey, the most competitive game, what's it going to be? The fours versus fives. I'm intrigued by those on both sides. On the West, you've got San Antonio FC, again, defending champions, but they have limped, limped into these playoffs. Do you know how many wins they've got in their last five, Max? I'm going to go with none. One, oh. actually. They've won one of their games in the last five. I don't think that they're very good at the moment. I think they're struggling to find themselves. We'll have to see what they manage to do. But Colorado Springs, of course, is the opposite of that and have won four of their last five. Mm. Okay? Mm. Then you look on the other side of the bracket, and, of course, again, you've got Memphis, a Memphis side that... Memphis have been okay these last couple of years, oh, right? Sure. They they suddenly turned a bit of a corner last year, okay, for a team that have often been a little bit of a struggle. Oh, sure. They're going to be hosting... It's going to be, as usual, probably pretty god-awful on that pitch because if there's one thing we know about Memphis 901, they play on a really, 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 really bad playing surface. Yeah, they do. Because, you know, if, there's nothing I like more in my USL Championship football than to uh, look out on the pitch and see, oh, is that the pitcher's mound still there? That, not that kind of Right pitch. on the edge of the penalty area. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it is. Yeah, they just put a bit of grass over top and thought, ah, I'll do. Um, yeah. But it, it doesn't really make for a great game. But... These two sides, right, last year, honestly, every time Memphis and Louisville met last year was a classic. Yeah, for real. Um, I haven't had the chance, unfortunately, to watch those two sides meet each other this year. I haven't been able to watch either of those games. But, again, two really good teams. Memphis done great lately um, these last two years. Louisville, always a contender, always a contender in the East, and they're on the road. It'll be interesting to see if they can pull off a result or... If they suffer a, a shock result here and it's ultimately true. end. It's true. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I do echo San Antonio switchbacks. Big, fi- big fan of just the matchup, right? For the entertainment value, I think like that. I could very, very much see switchbacks knocking them off. And then for me on the East, I mean, four or five there with Memphis and Louisville is a, is a good shout. I'm going to go Charleston in the 11. I think yeah. two teams who very much, if you were to tell me at the start of the season that they would not just make playoffs, but really be in that contention, especially riding in the hot form of it. I don't know if I would have believed you, but I think to me, just the way those two teams are playing and the style in which they play, that's a juicy matchup to me. Yeah, no, I can see that. Look, Charleston have got some very good players. We saw them uh, put up a fight, to be honest, earlier in the season as though they were going to be uh, contending for a bit higher up the uh, higher up the table, even in the third place that they finished in. But at the same time, you look at the turnaround that Ben Pearman's had there. Yeah. Um, I believe it's the biggest swing in terms of points from one season to the next that's ever happened in USL Championship. Mm. Okay? That's how good he has been there this season, completely reshaping that team. They went from a bottom feeder to now a team in the top three that, I mean, they can have title hopes. I'm not sure if they, they've got enough necessarily to go there and do it. Um, especially knowing they're going to come up against some talented squads, probably in Tampa Bay Rowdies and Pittsburgh Riverhands along the route. But um, they, they've got the the talent there that if they get those couple of bounces go their way, maybe they can achieve it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Hey, uh, you enjoying that polar pop, Max? Yeah, you see what it's you, You're about to what, lean what, what, what's into that, what, a... Uh, what, what does that say on the bottom, on the, on the bottom right there? Uh, I, can't, I can't tell, Max. What does it say? Oh, it's, you you, you most definitely it can. It says polar pop. Only at Circle K. You know, I was I was a nice guy. Oh, and I'm a nice guy. You know this. Very generous man. One who buys people humble a lot too. of things. He's really humble. Very humble. I buy a lot of things here around the office. And, uh, you know, I, I was on my way back to studios from a meeting. And I said, hey. This is while he was procrastinating, deciding if he wants to go to San Diego or that's not. That's not true. You, that was. Uh, Have you decided yet? Yeah, I was told in confidence. Um, anyway, I was a generous guy. And I'm like, hey, 
you know, anyone want anything from the office? And I got multiple orders submitted to me. Uh, let's see. It was a Coca-Cola Polar Pop, a bottle of Diet Coke, mm -hmm. a Snickers bar. Um, and then I got myself a big bag of beef jerky, a Polar Pop, and some dark chocolate covered almonds. Well, you know, like you know what that. I hear you can get as well? You can also get gas that would get you to San Diego. That's very true. Do you, know what, on gas at do you know what all that cost me? Uh, I'm imagining a very reasonable price. Now. It was, especially with a couple of free Polar Pops thanks to the mm. Inner Circle program. Mm. It was like 12 bucks, man, for all that stuff. Absolutely beautiful. Love to see you. Yes, Chris, Humble Max, you know it. You freaking know it. Uh, check out Circle K, their Inner Circle program. Super easy. Download the Circle K app, opt into their Inner Circle program. All it takes is a phone number, and yeah, you get a bunch of free stuff. Shout out Circle K. Do you know what you cannot get at Circle K? Well... No, you can get almost everything as they're okay. But you can't get OG's brands, and that's okay because Circle K pairs well with OG's brands. You know, it's a nice uh, nice gummy for those days where you just need a little bit of lift. My goodness, check out OG's brands, right? The Indicas, the Sativas. Um, you know, if uh, for those of you who are going to San Diego, I wouldn't recommend it if you're driving because, I mean, that's certainly illegal. Don't do that. I'm not advocating for that. Um, <laughs> but if you're flying... <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to do that, but if you did, it's not the worst time. It's a good time. So, uh, sources say, if you're 21 years older, enjoy responsibly. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Max is not a TSA agent. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's hold on, phone. I'm not saying to take any inside of it. That is, this is going to get off the rail. I'm not saying in any way to take off in there. I'm saying if you were to enjoy before you get to take it in the comfort of your own home and because it lasts a couple hours, you know, you can then uh, time it out well. That's okay, what I'm saying. Okay, okay, that's what you're going with. I was right. never once implying that. How dare you? How dare you? But yes, check out OG's brands, whether you're whether you're uh, doing your thing, you know, America, there's going to be not America's, they're Arizona's scratch-made THC gummies. We love our friends at OG's brands. Check them out at ogsbrands.com or, uh, you know, check them out uh, on the socials at OG's brands. Okay, right. Uh, people Let's get down to business, shall we? Let's do it. I hear so, it's, uh, we're talking about fantasy. We are, we are. So for those of you who haven't seen on Twitter, we've just posted these on Twitter, by the way. You can join in too. Have some fun. We're doing a fantasy competition. Fantasy! It's uh, based very loosely, or not as the case may be, on the way that Fantasy Premier League works. So it's nice and simple and straightforward, okay? You have a budget of 100. We're not going to call a million because this is USL. Let's say it's 1,000, right? 1,000? Oh, sure. oh, that sure. sounds about right. You have a budget of 100,000. <laughs> the players are all priced based on their talent and their achievements this season. Uh, but specifically their achievements this season um, based off of our good friends at Opta oh, sure. and the uh, statistics that they provided when I requested a mass dump of these. But that's how we priced these players up. And so you got a hundred grand to spend. Uh, you must obviously pick one goalkeeper between three and five defenders, three and five midfielders, yes. one and three forwards, and it adds up to 11 players in the end. We're also spicing it up. You've got to pay attention to make sure that you've got a good balance. Of course. No more than two players per team in this first round. Oh, yes. And no more than seven players per conference in this oh, yes. first round. So those oh, yeah. are the rules. Nice and simple. Obviously, because of the nature of this playoffs and how it goes, right, we're going to have to repick teams every single week. So keep an eye out if you do choose to join in. Keep an eye out for when we update those. We will be releasing new player lists every week to make sure that you can repick your teams uh, appropriately. But 
We're going to run through our teams here. This man painstakingly went through Pythagorean theorems and formulas and everything like that. Yeah, the Excel spreadsheet works, guys. It, it does. works. It actually is very You download good. it. You can't even break it if you do it. I've right, tried. Okay? I've tried multiple He's times. tried. Max, Max would break this sheet if he could. I'm no hacker, but, yeah. yeah he is no hacker because he hasn't worked out how to get in yet. No. Um, if he did, it wouldn't be that hard for him, probably, to be fair. It's but fair. We've got our own teams. We've made our own picks. We've worked out who we trust okay. in these moments. And I'm intrigued to know how it's gone. But Max, you know what? Let's start it off. We'll start off easy. I'm not going to ask you to name a player. I want to know what formation you went with. Okay? Ooh, that's a fair question. Um, well, I went with the classic. I mean, not classic. I guess it's more of the modern. I went with a nice 4 Three, three. I did. I put, put a lot. Put a lot of. Uh, I'll get into. It. I know we'll get into it a bit later. But put a lot of value on the forward players, uh, and they're gonna they're gonna make up a lot of uh, a lot of the, a lot of the budget. There. Yeah, a lot of the budget. That, I, I'll you be know, honest. As, a, as a forward golden boot winner myself, you know, you understand where the priorities lie, and Very that scores true. scores make the money. Very you know true. What I mean, well, you know, that also matches up as well with the fact that I've got a three four three. Well, well, well. There we go. Oh, um, interesting. The attacks have made up a good bit of my budget as well. By the way, for anyone who, uh, before I start getting someone ranting at me that, why have you called this player a midfielder when he's a defender? We've gone with the official league roster pages for uh, what position they are yes. and uh, made no edits to those oh, sure. because I'm not adjudicating that for 300 different That's players. That's a nice word. Okay. Wow. Okay. It's a big word. So we're going with what the league says and you can take it or leave it. But... Let's get started, right? Because obviously each team has one goalkeeper. Max yeah. Simpson, who is your goalkeeper? Give me the explanation. Let's yeah. talk who you think. So I got this man, in my eyes, honestly, a bit of a budget. I think this is a guy who you did say this was based on this year, which makes a big difference. Because if you based it off last year, not only in the regular season, but in the postseason, this man would be worth quite the ransom. I'm going with Jordan Farr. It's an interesting one because he hasn't played lately. I don't know. He hasn't played in their last five games. That's okay. So you spent nine grand on the guy who may not play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You feeling him? Oh, I do. You feeling it? Okay. The man, the man will come around. The man will come around. The man will come around. Right. I, like I am it. going east with my pick. Okay. Okay. And again, I thought, right, I don't want to buy one of the expensive players, right? The top, the top charge, uh, the highest costed goalkeepers in this game. At the moment, Nate Steinwasser from Detroit and Danny Vitiello from Sacramento. 13. 13 grand apiece. I went with a nine and a half grand player here. And I've gone with Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Jamali Waite. Okay. Jamaican international hasn't been with, wasn't with them for this last game because he was off on national team duty. And that, I think, impacted him a bit, right? His price is a little bit lower to me than I think he's worth um, because he's missed a few games, so that impacts it. Um, he's also not got the highest save percentage, which doesn't help him, right? You do score some points for saves. Mm -hmm. However, for me, the reason I'm picking him here, I think at nine and a half is a bargain because I think a clean sheet is possible for him. They're coming up against Detroit City. This is a team that are not very attack-minded, um, but I think that a Pittsburgh side led by Bob Lilly playing that bit uh, classic Lilly ball, right? What they're going to do, they're going to go out there, they're going to get a goal. And they're going to be willing to let Detroit fail in front of goal, like sure. they usually do. Sure. They'll sit back, make it difficult for them, and Detroit don't have enough going for them that they'll find a goal. So I think that for me, in that case, nine and a half, possibly the cheapest clean sheet available to you there. This is fair. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like it. I like my pick. Right. So move on to the defenders, right? You picked four at the back, yeah? It did. All right. Let's talk them through. Okay. My highest 
Price Defender. We are going to the league, the Western leaders going to Sacramento Republic. Jared Timmer. Jared Timmer. Jared Give me Timmer. the pricing on Mr. Timmer. 9.5 for Mr. Nine Jared Timmer. 9.5. Okay. What's the rationale there? What do you think? Rationale behind, I mean, listen, if you are going to be, you know, in the defense on a team who is, you know, high up there in the West. Plus, I mean, you're kind of looking at who they're facing in New Mexico United. I know they have some former rising players up there as strikers. It's just not something that overly concerns me. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I'm now going to the other defenders, I'm actually using one of my ri Phoenix Rising selections. I am going with John Stenberg. You and John Stenberg. Going with John Stenberg. I like his stock. He's a guy who's been rising, uh, pun actually now intended, didn't even mean to, but I think it's something where if you said that he would be rel you know, the highest Phoenix Rising defender on this list, the man joined last mid-season, mid and yet... Quite a good haul there. I like it. I like it for yeah. an eight for eight points. It's very good. Yeah, it's eight grand. That's a very affordable player. Again, it's partly because he hasn't played as much. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm intrigued though. Here's what I'll say. Right, I think you got to look for people who got goal contributions. That's fair. All right. That's let's, fair. let's keep on going. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and then I will go. Actually, as well, former rising player going to Joe Farrell, Pittsburgh Joey River Farrell, Pittsburgh Riverhounds, seven point five. Okay, again, also like where the Riverhounds are trending again. I understand gold contributions, totally get that. I, I just, I like going with the top seeds, especially with the defenders. I know Rising is the exception there. And there's another exception. Maybe it's a bit of recency bias. Maybe it's the Reno 1860 FC connection. I like Duke LaCroix. Colorado Springs switchbacks, 7.5. The man has speed to burn. You saw it in the assist that he led for Rising. And I will say I've seen that man in playoffs Good. I considered him. I did oh, consider okay. him. So that's that's a. I like it. I like it. Okay. Right. Well, I've got three at the back. Right. Here's the thing. I've gone with now. I believe the most expensive purchase either of us have said today. Okay. I spent eleven grand on Marcus Nakim. Okay. From Orange County. Okay. The reason behind it, right? This is a guy. He's not the cheapest option out there. I know that. But I also believe that Orange County. They're coming up against El Paso. El Paso have been hit and miss. I think that Orange County can get their their goal there, especially if if El Paso aren't at their at their best there's a good chance that you'll get a good defensive effort out of orange county i'm also going for him at this point because this is a guy who gets chances as well right oh, sure. you know he's taking the joint fourth most shots on orange county oh, no he may not have the goals to show for it hmm. but he takes the chances and to me if he's going to get chances i like it i like it I'm, I'm going with that i'm also going to go here we go seven and a half grand shifting over to san antonio here you went mr far and goal I'm going with someone that Rising fans will recognize because he's a former trialist here in Phoenix. It is, of course, Mitchell Tainter. Uh, Mitchell Tainter, to me, he's another guy. You know, I'm looking for value, right? I'm not looking for flashy out of him, but he's got a couple of goals on his name in the season, you know? Um, it kind of makes up a little bit for that weaker clean sheet rating that he's got there. So I'm going down that route. Again, seven and a half. You're not breaking the bank with seven and a half. That's no. a good, nice value pick. And I'm picking one more at seven and a half as well. Aaron Guien from Tampa Bay Rowdies. Okay. Uh, look, again, I think he's a good value pick. He's a guy who can get an assist in there. He'll probably start. Um, I'm not really sure what to expect out of Birmingham Legion. I think Tampa Bay can get the win in that one. But again, it's seven and a half for a likely starter. And sometimes that's the way you've got to look at these, right? You get points if they put the minutes in. You get points if they play another 60 minutes. That's a key thing. Um, 
I, I personally think looking at that, that again, it's another player in a team that could have some good success in this one. I don't think they're necessarily going to concede that many goals in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. So my back three there is uh, Nakim, Tainter, and Guyen. Okay. 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 We okay. like it. Right. We're moving on. Moving on to the middle of the park. And uh, this is a point where, you know what, I think we'll swap over, right? Because you've done your people, your, you've done your picks first. I have. I'm going to do my picks from here on out. Now, okay. I went for a lot of value mm. in my midfield. You'll see that my budget is quite forward heavy. <laughs> um, I like those forwards, right? And there are some very well-priced forwards. But I'm going to go with midfielder, my top midfielder. I'm going nine and a half grand on Canado Forbes mm. from Pittsburgh Riverhounds. That, that is a good one. Ten assists on the season. Fast. And again, Pittsburgh taking sure. on Detroit. That's pretty good. I think they've got a good shot in that game. I think they're going to get something out of it. Yeah. And I think that Canado Forbes could well be a part of it. I like that. Moving on, of course, I've got four players in the midfield. Now, these next two players I'm going to go for, I found them to be value picks. Six and a half grand each. Both of these players value picks in my mind at six and a half because they haven't had the best of seasons, but we know what they can do because we've seen them do it either for or against Phoenix Rising. I'm going to go with one San Diego player in Alejandro Guido. Six and a half grand for Guido. Okay, again, I know he's had a, a, a slow season. He hasn't really scored this year, but this is a guy we know can turn it on, has the ability and when you're getting down to these one-game sample sizes in sure. the playoffs, that's all that matters, all right. right? Six and a half for him, easy money. Um, and I'm also going to take a former rising player in Arturo Rodriguez. Okay. Charleston Battery, okay. again. Look, he hasn't had his best season, but when he showed up, we've seen a couple where he's gotten a couple of assists or he found a few goals earlier in the year. At six and a half, I'm willing to take that gamble. I'm going to go with Arturo Rodriguez in there. And then... My final pick, and I'm probably going to butcher this name, Carlos Moguel Jr. from Lou City at five grand. My cheapest pick I made in the entire selection process. Pretty good. Young guy, 20. Uh, He's gotten a few uh, appearances lately. Um, Started recently a couple of games. Sure. Um, And just as I'm looking at people in that price range, right around where they are, he creates more chances than most of the people around him as midfielders. So I feel relatively comfortable with that pick. I think, again, right? He's my bargain pick. No one is going to get an 11-player team that is made up of superstars. You can't do it when you're working to this budget, right? It's a tough challenge. In fact, we'll kind of get into this once we're done, but it's a really tough challenge. But Max... So my four midfielders in there, as I said, Canado Forbes, Alejandro Guido, Arturo Rodriguez, and I'm going with Carlos Maguel Jr. Who are you going for? First, the most expensive midfielder on my end, Luis Rodriguez, Sac Republic. He was 8K in my books. Again, guy who... You're really saving that money up for the forwards, aren't you? Oh, I really really am. Oh, yeah. My man is going out to kill some people. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Listen, we're going to be a a counterattacking team. We bunker in, and then we go, and we got talent to burn. And you'll you'll find out shortly. But, yeah, I like Luis Rodriguez. He gets into attacking spaces. Um, Guy who, bit of a facilitator, definitely can take on some shots um, on his own right, but just gets into good spaces. And especially when you're in playoff time, to me, you 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 get in the right spaces. You get rewarded. I like him there. Second of my three midfielders. 
Going to the former Reno 1868 FC player, my word. Seth Kasipley. Seth Kasipley. Seth Kasip- That's a name we know. Yeah, Seth Kasipley, right? I mean, I know we've seen him play against Orange County. He's not a flashy player by any means, and I totally get that I might be sacrificing some goal contributions, but I just like the steadiness. I think you know what you get out of him. And again, just kind of makes the whole thing humming. I think, I think if anything... Let's say we were doing one where this team could progress into later rounds. Let's say like, right, we did this where you keep the same team. I know this isn't the case, but if we were doing so, to me, it'd be a safe pick because I think he's going to be in this playoffs for a little bit of a run. And then finally, the third of my three defenders, Andrew Booth, Charleston Battery, 5.5. I mean, yeah. Just had a pretty consistent season. Not too much more to say about that. There we go. So okay. uh, that was, remind me those three names again. Yes, 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 yes. Luis Rodriguez, Seth Kasipley, and Andrew Booth. Okay, time to go to the forwards. And this is where <laughs> the money is getting spent. Oh, In yeah. this case, I actually picked the two most expensive forwards. <laughs> in this and i've got a third one lying down there so i'm going to start with this one this guy is the highest rated player in the game one of two players to be worth 15 grand which is the max price and i went with tani oluashay from san antonio fc good pick phenomenal player always got a few goals in him you know the fact that he's been battling for a kind of in the contention for the golden boot right for for the spell that he was doing so, right, coming in late to then be able to do that. Huge, huge. I've also gone for a Phoenix Rising player who's coming in at 14 and a half grand. Shocker. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Come on. Do we need to talk about Danny Trejo? No, we don't. Enough said. Look, goals change games. Yeah, they do. And fantasy teams. Whoa, that's a a maxism Uh, right there. That's actually a rickism. Wow. He said it before you. Oh, I mean, I know, but I've said it more recently. It's a Rick Shantz. Typical Max trying to take credit. I don't know. Typical Max. Put down, producer Jacob. My final pick. I was surprised he was listed as a forward here, but again, I'm going off what the league says. And at seven and a half, maybe the production hasn't been there in the end, but the chance creation is always high enough that I think you can't overlook him. It's another Phoenix Rising player, and it is at seven and a half, Panos Armanakis. He creates so many chances that I think that at seven and a half grand, you are not going to get a better player in terms of the opportunity to create assists That's that you get from Panos. So those three players, again, that I picked up there, Oliver Shea, Trejo, and Amanakis. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's pretty good. I like, the va- I like the value pick as well for... Um, your picks with Panos. I mean, right, your two rising selections both come in the attack. Yeah. Very fair, very fair. Uh, you know, yeah, Sean- so when rising has no goals on Sunday, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm in a rough place, yeah, guys. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, well, that's okay. Because uh, I also picked the second, tied for second highest rated forward and the highest rated rising player, Danny Trejo, as well, at 14 and a half. And then, really, I beefed up this lineup. Uh, you know, all of my selections were within the, what, top... I mean, if you're going off tie, they're all technically in the top five or whatever, but really it's within the top 10, 15 strikers. The second, we're going with Sebastian Guinzati, Indy 11. I mean, right, Indy, I, I think just the way they play, I really think that they have a very good shot against Charleston, and I just, I kind of like the chaos, like the chaos factor of everything they've been rolling with. And then right under him at 11 and a half, Nico Brett, 
Birmingham Nito Legion. Brats. Mm-hmm. You can do the song, the New Mexico United song. No, I will not. No, you won't. No, I will okay. not. Absolutely okay, okay, not. Okay, okay, okay. Nico Brett coming in at 11 and a half. Oh, yeah. 11 and a half grand. So, uh, yeah, is that the whole team? That's the whole team. All right, so, who do you think has the best lineup? Give us a shout. Let us know what you think. So how Me ma- or Max, we'll, we'll judge them at the end of the week. But of course, of course, again, go check us out on Twitter. Check the PHNX underscore underscore rising Twitter out. All the details are there if you want to hop in and make your own team and uh, enter it and see how that goes. Absolutely. So how many did you end up having from the West and how many from the East? Uh, my balance was really well balanced. It was five East, six West. Okay, mine was seven West, four East. Okay, but see, I got mine as balanced as I could go. That front three is nasty. Thank you, Reese. That's I fair. love it. I love it. But I tell you what, this challenge, right? If you think you know USL, you think you know USL Championship, this will test you. And I tell you why. Because you go into it thinking, I know people from around the league. And then you realize that everyone you know from around the league is like priced at like 11 or more it's like their guy you can't build a team out of just those because you don't have enough money to build that team um and so you have to start digging and you have to start kind of trying to work out who in that team is a who around the league is affordable who can you pick and uh you'll get there eventually but it's a ball on a budget baby it's a challenge we love a good challenge and hey rumor has it that we may uh have a little prize, especially for one of our diehards who uh, does well. And uh, maybe we'll find a prize for other people as well. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Well, something that is a nice prize, and you can be balling on budget. It's friends at Four Peaks. Friends at Four Peaks. It's uh, it's definitely a good time. I mean, listen, we ain't no cheap beers around here. You know you got to pay a little bit of a, pr- a pretty penny, but it's because you're getting the quality of Four Peaks, right? Whether you're doing their 15 packs, whether you're getting a nice little pint at the pub, their A Street pub, all that stuff. Super good. We have the fridge chock full of them. I see people out there. They were drinking Wows, drinking Kilts, couple... Uh, a couple rattle on reds I'm seeing with the deep backs game. Let's go. Check out Four Peaks. They have all the great stuff. Check them out at Four Peaks Brewing at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram. Keep up with the latest and greatest going on with... Devin, you're really <laughs> loving these ads. Hey, this man's... I don't know what this man wants. He's going to ask me for something. Big uh, ad man fan. Yeah, check, check out Four Peaks. Uh, all the good stuff there. Must be 20 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Of course, shout out friends at Valley Tap Room. You can get four peaks there and a bunch of other good stuff. But uh, yeah, people at Valley Tap Room, they're nice people. We my, love Valley Tap Room. My man, my man Donald, again, we keep on teasing it and we just got to wait till the season's over, but we will be doing stuff at Valley Tap Room for a nice little Beers end of season. Beers are free Max is buying. Gosh Thank darn you, it. Damon, in the chat. Gosh darn it. No. Um, anyway. We uh, will be doing something when the season's over. Hopefully, it's not for a while. But hey, uh, check out Valley Tap Room. You don't need to amplify that, Producer Jacob. Um, check out Valley Tap Room. And yeah, we're going to have some fun once this whole shebang is done. But it's not done yet. It's all right. It's not. Max hasn't bought me a beer. I've bought Max, you, you I owe have, beers. I've bought you a beer. You owe Jacob a beer. I've bought you a beer. You owe Jacob a beer. I've bought you a beer. Jacob. Okay. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm going to peek a beer, uh, peek a little. Sneak peek behind the curtain. And the show. I'm pretty sure that since producer Jacob became daddy producer Jacob, I don't think you had a beer. Or at least not one that I've known. Just so abjectly false. <laughs> like, like it's, that's just, yeah, that's false. 
I've had quite a few beers. You have not let me buy you one. You haven't let me buy you one. Uh, I mean, buy you him a beer. bought me beer. I've tried. Buy him a beer. Yeah, buy my, you know what? Buy my dinner tonight. We're wait, good. wait, whoa, whoa. I'm not, Max is not buying dinners. That's, that's a... Rumor has it, Max will be at the game in about 45 minutes time. Kickoff over at 38th and Washington. If you find Max Simpson, remember to tell him. Max, are you buying beers? You won't. Do it, but you won't. Max is buying beers. That's all I got. I think, uh, I think producer Jacob wanted to get out of here at 645. Indeed, and we want to get out of here as well because there is a game going on at 38th Street in Washington tonight. The U.S. under 23s so will be taking on Japan. We should stall for the next time. Wait, we actually have something, producer Jacob. Do not end yet. I do want to shout out the diehards. I want to shout out the diehards because, hey, we got some cool merch. Check out the screen. It's fun stuff. Again, I've been saying it. Our merch is back in stock. We have the shirt, the Phoenix PHNX Rising shirt. I have mine on the way as well. We'll be here in time for playoffs. Uh, again, the uh, reason why I got ruined was because there was someone who saw my name. Someone, put, put, a, a someone on put a sticker on your back. You got told that there was a sticker on your back, and you still did nothing. And nope. so then that person will be When you put me. it in the wall, I will be paid handsomely. Ruined it. Handsomely, just like I am, I will be paid handsomely. Uh, but yes, they have, we have our shirt in there. We have our scarf in there. It's perfect, you know, for the night. It's, it's a thin scarf. It's not the super heavy one. It's good for fall, good for winter, good for even when it's hot out. It's all good stuff. Check them out at phnxlocker.com. Of course, we have all bunch of merch, just like the one Owen's not wearing. Psych is more like the one I'm wearing. Check out the Die Hard shirt, everything else we have there. Again, of course, if you go to PHX Lock, you can become a Die Hard as well. You get access to our Discord. Um, people were sending memes. People were sending all types of chat. Apparently, they were saying something about a certain team was in a certain something in the Discord. That's all I will say. Wait, we'll leave that to the Discord. Yes, if you want to know, you got to be in there. You got to be in the Discord. Mm. And again, that's where you get some prizes from doing this fun Indeed. fantasy challenge. But hey, lots going on. We'll keep up with you guys. And remember, everything. more than anything. Huh? When you're ready nope. to say don't cheers, do don't, don't do forget. Going for Juicy Jacob, you can finish the song. He's not gonna do it. This guy, this guy wasn't even. His mic was he only, on. He only, he just, he he only just sings no. songs from The Little Mermaid, apparently. But uh, actually, Max, no, and Hamilton. Max is he, buying he, he actually, he actually sung okay. Hamilton. It was, it was he serenaded me. But we, we gotta get out there. US what? are playing Japan. Uh, Japan actually battered Mexico four-one. Did you know on the weekend? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Japan under twenty-three. Well, I got Can they get the win over the US under twenty-three? Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, well, I gotta end the show. I gotta end the show. Thank end you, end, end, thank end, you end, everyone. Thank you everyone for checking out the PHX Rising podcast. You can find us on Twitter, of course, at PHX underscore underscore as because double the underscore double the beers that max owes you uh goodness uh you can follow me on twitter max david simpson you can follow Owen on twitter ojm is 18 you can follow reese on twitter reese 11 underscore and remember of course he, he used to he used to have two underscores now it's just one i'm not gonna go on the rest you, you, you can one. follow you can follow producer oh gosh i always get confused with it. it's not uh producer my, my my at doesn't matter just end the show Wow, this guy sucks. Uh, Jacob doesn't want any followers. He doesn't want you. He, he doesn't, doesn't want, want you. Go for it, Hey, we're here. Jacob we're having fun all week. We'll be, right. we'll be back on Thursday. Thursday we'll be back because remember, what does it say down here? We want the cup. We want there the we cup. We want the cup. Ole, ole, ole. Let's go. It's playoffs time. Woo! Yeah.